Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm about to hop on Instagram live to celebrate my two-year business anniversary this Thursday, July 6th. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys today about just the lessons and reflections that I have taken away from these past two years in entrepreneurship. And yeah, going to dive deep into all the deets. So hang tight while I hop on live. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Tea Live. Happy Wednesday. Happy July 4th. Happy all the things. I hope you guys had a safe and beautiful holiday yesterday. So this Thursday, July 6th is my two-year business anniversary. It marks the day that I received my first payment in my business, as well as my first client sessions. My client paid right before our session. <laughs> so <clears throat> today I want to talk to you guys about just kind of the lessons and reflections that I'm taking away from these two years in entrepreneurship and what I've learned, all of the ebbs and flows, the highs and the lows, the roller coaster of emotions that entrepreneurship will bring. And of course, if you have any questions, drop them in the comment box. So as you may notice, for those watching this on Instagram or YouTube, I'm not wearing my headphones because they literally did not fit over this cute headband. And sometimes we have to prioritize the cute headband. So yeah, we're going to just hope this records nice, nice and good quality, even without the headphones. So as always, let's take a grounding breath together. So sitting up nice and tall, wherever you are tuning in from, if you can sit or lay or whatever feels best for you placing a hand on your heart and just taking a big deep breath in and release. And just noticing how your breath is feeling in this moment. Noticing any emotions, <clears throat> any thoughts, any body sensations, any resistance any distractions in your environment and just coming back home to your breath, taking another big deep breath in and release. <clears throat> and when you're ready, you can start to slowly come back to the present, maybe taking some organic movements, some neck rolls, some side stretches. <clears throat> And whatever else your body is needing. <sighs> so side note, I put in my air conditioner. And well, it's not even my air conditioner. I put the air conditioner in the living room, but then I have my fan in my room and it's been so hot. I've had to sleep with the fan, but then I wake up and my throat is all like, <clears throat> you know, groggy. So I got my hot lemon water. And if you guys hear me clear my throat, just thank you for your patience. <laughs> so this leads me into my first lesson of entrepreneurship. So by the way, I don't ever prepare for lives. I find that whatever is meant to come through me will come through me and into your ears. <clears throat> and so 
when I have an episode like this, where it's like the top, whatever lessons that I've learned, da, da, da. Normally I'm like, oh, maybe I should like prepare and think of some lessons I want to share. But I always find that when I don't prepare and it just, I show up and it naturally just comes out and I can trust that that's where the magic happens. So <clears throat> that is what the first thing I want to share with you all, the top lesson in no particular order <laughs> is you are safe to come as you are, right? So if I have this throat grogginess and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to show up today. Like we can always find a very valid excuse as to why we should not show up in entrepreneurship, in life, in our relationships, for ourselves, for our children, for our pets, for, for anything in life. So we always can come up with an excuse. We are brilliant, brilliant at that. So I can say, oh, I have this like kind of dry throat today. No one wants to hear me clearing my throat the whole episode. I just should just cancel this and not record this episode today or not show up for live. But the reality is, is that one of the biggest things that I'm passionate about in life, in entrepreneurship and healing and expansion, the whole nine yards is giving people permission to show up as they are because the world needs your authenticity. The world does not need more reinforcement of perfectionism of like, you can only show up if you look a certain way, if you sound a certain way, if you show up a certain way, that makes it conditional and it places a ton of limitations and blockages around your growth and expansion. So how do we feel safe to show up as we are? Well, the healing work I do with people in rewiring our nervous system is to get you out of operating from your inner child and operating from a place of a powerful grown-ass adult. So what do I mean by that? If you were made to feel during childhood that you are not safe to just be your authentic self, so you were criticized, you were judged, you were rejected, you were abandoned, whatever happened in childhood that led you to believe that you are not safe to show up as your authentic self, that younger part of you may still be running the show. And so the healing work I do with people is helping them feel safe to reparent little them and feel safe to show up as they are. Because if not, you are doing yourself and the world a whole disservice. So if I didn't show up today because I was so worried about my throat, <clears throat> And I didn't think that what I had to share was more important than the small inconvenience of me having to clear my throat every once in a while. You guys would be missing out on all of this wisdom and insight that I'm sharing with you today, something that could actually help someone. And so when you squash your magic, when you get small, when you don't use your voice because of perfectionism, because of control, because you think you have to show up a certain way, you're further perpetuating the trauma of your childhood. And so how do we give little you a reparative experience? We, we feel the fear and we show up anyway. And we stumble on our words. And, you know, I burped on my podcast. My mastermind girls always, you know, we, we have a good laugh about that because <laughs> like when we think about showing up online, people think like, oh yeah, I have to look at her. It's like, no, we want you. We want your most authentic self. So that brings me into lesson number two, which is related to lesson number one of showing up, coming as you are, showing up as you are, and you will only feel safe doing that 
the more you do it. The more you do it, the more internal safety around that you build. And using it as an opportunity to process the stored emotional trauma from childhood from when you did not feel safe to just be your authentic self and show up as you are. So lesson number two is we need in entrepreneurship, in life, in running your business, we need your authenticity. <clears throat> so this is something that people come to me a lot with because they resonate with the fact that I'm just fully myself. So whether that means I'm having kind of a lower mood week, like I am this week where I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling moody, I'm feeling irritable, I'm feeling the effects of this full moon, I'm feeling all the things and I'm still showing up and I'm still myself, meaning that myself may look moody this week or next week, maybe I'm in a better mood. Whatever mood you're in, whatever you're going through, whatever feelings you're experiencing, whatever's happening in your life, like the world needs your authenticity because what happens is we hide certain parts of ourselves from the world. We are so concerned about how we're giving off certain impressions and opinions of us that we get so caught up in the impression that we're giving off to people rather than actually how we're feeling in our lives. And I want to ask you to get curious around why is it more important what other people think or the impression that you're giving off rather than how you are feeling when this is your life and we need you to be feeling your best self to be able to help heal this earth that is filled with people who do not feel safe to be their true authentic selves. So what does showing up authentically look like to you? So for me, that looks like, again, just showing up in whatever state I'm in and allowing myself to fully be unfiltered raw me. Even if I stumble on my words, even if I say something fucked up that I shouldn't say, even if I make a mistake, allowing myself to be a messy, carefree human allowing myself to be free, free of the judgment and opinions of others, free of, you know, letting fear hold me back or fear of rejection or abandonment and helping little me feel so safe that no matter what happens, I got her back. That adult me can tend to little me. And so even this week, I noticed little me coming out. She was like, I just want someone to save me. I just want someone to figure this shit out for me. I just want someone to hold me. I just want someone to like comfort me. And I have to be the one to do that for her. And when I, adult me, is feeling very taken over by little me, that makes it very difficult for adult me to comfort little me. And this shit is not supposed to be easy. I say this probably during every episode or live I record. This work is not easy. But what is harder is to not do this work, to allow little you to take over and noticing that even if she does take over, like, okay, let's just be honest with like little, little me is taking over this week and just doing our best to meet her needs. And it's not going to look perfect. So we need your authenticity. We don't need more of someone else's magic, someone else's authenticity. We need you because there's literally only one you in the entire world. Think about that. We spend our days comparing, judging, you know, criticizing. We look at how someone else is running their business. We look at how, you know, someone else is living their life. And then we try and adapt to them. 
And it's like, think about this. Really, I want you to think about this. Wrap your head around this. The universe, God, source, whatever you believe in, however you believe you got here on this earth, only created one of you. Even if you're a twin, like my niece and nephew are twins. They're, they still are their own unique people. Only one of you. And what a huge disservice we do to ourselves in the world when we try and ignore and, and avoid our own unique magic that literally God created you to deliver to this earth by trying to be like everyone else or trying to compare with everyone else. Like this shit makes me angry because it's like, what a waste Literally, what a waste of your precious gifts. What a waste of your precious time and energy when God created you, one of you, and then you don't want to show up with your unique magic or believe in your own unique magic. And if you have trouble believing in your own unique magic, there's some healing to do. And that is okay. But that means that little you is running the show. Little you during childhood, did not have anyone to fully believe in her or him or them, whatever pronouns you use. Little you is needing you to believe in them and to take steps towards believing yourself. So for example, when I started this business, I had left both of my therapy jobs. I had no income. I had just signed my first client on July 6, two years ago. And I had to believe that there was something greater than what I had already experienced because what I had already experienced in the therapy world was me feeling like I was getting closer and closer and closer to alignment, but it's something was still not fully right. Something was still not fully in alignment. And I had to believe that there was something more in alignment. I had to believe that I could take a different path than the ones that my family wanted me to take, that my colleagues in the therapy world wanted me to take, I had to believe that there was something that felt more like Rachel Beth Kelly because where I was at and what I was doing did not fully feel like Rachel Beth Kelly. <laughs> it felt like I was forcing something that did not light up my soul. Now, listen, entrepreneurship is hard. I don't care what anyone tells you. I don't care what any of these business coaches who are preaching how easy and easeful and da, 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 da. Yes, you can get to a point where things feel more easeful when you do nervous system healing because you get your nervous system out of survival mode. But to get to that point, entrepreneurship will bring up all of your trauma responses, your control, your judgment, your perfectionism, your people pleasing, your overgiving, your comparison, your overthinking, your ruminating, your obsessing, your self-doubt, all of that is a trauma response. And yet we all have it. And only some of us will choose to actually heal it. I had someone tell me, well, we all have trauma responses. That's just how we are. We can't keep calling everything a trauma response. I fully disagree. We can call a thing what it is, what it is. We can call it a trauma response because that's what it is. And your lack of belief in being able to heal that is your trauma. But if you actually look at that trauma response and you say, I can shift this, I can heal this, you can believe that you can heal it. And I'm living proof that you can heal your trauma and your trauma responses. Because if you want to go into entrepreneurship, it will literally bring all of that out. 
So when I was leaving the therapy world and I was entering into this whole unknown, scary world of entrepreneurship, I literally had no idea what I was doing. Like literally, I remember in my business coaching program, we were told to go on Instagram live. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to go on live and talk about? I had no clue, no clue what I was going to do. I hopped on, I was outside of a cafe. I was before I was going into my hot yoga class. And I was like, all right, I got to do this homework for my program. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but we're going to just figure it out. And I figured out how to click the live button. I went on live. I was drinking tea outside of one of my favorite tea places. And I just shared about how I was going on because of this, you know, homework assignment I was given that I didn't really know what to talk about, but I wanted to share a little bit more about the work that I was doing and the services I was offering. And that is how Morning Tea Live, which we are on right now, was birthed. I literally had tea. I started talking in the morning on Instagram Live <laughs> and Morning Tea Live was birthed. And I started doing it every single day. If you guys scroll back to my page, I did an Instagram Live every single morning every morning, literally every morning until months later, my mentor and I were like, okay, maybe I don't need to do it every day. So I cut back down to two days and I did Mondays and Wednesdays. And at the time I was really just coming on and like teaching DBT skills, coping skills, you know, talking about random shit. And to some extent I still talk about random shit, but now I talk more about like, just what feels alive for me. I talk about, you know, the things that I've experienced in my healing journey and things that I think could be helpful. And when I think back to that day, when I first went on live, I, I was so nervous. I had no idea what to do. I like, I was literally just a small fish in a big pond compared to now when I've now cut it back again and do once a week, every Wednesday morning, what I'm currently doing and I don't even think about the lives anymore. I literally just hop on. I start trusting whatever's coming out of my mouth, whatever you guys need to hear on the receiving end. And we do the damn thing. So when you are starting an entrepreneurship, things will be so fucking messy, so fucking terrifying. Like you have no idea what you're doing, literally. And then you're supposed to advertise yourself and be like, pay me money and hire me to help you. Meanwhile, you don't even feel like you know what you're doing. <laughs> and so- the number, if I were to, I said there was no particular order in these lessons, but I will say that one of the top lessons, the top reflections is if you do not have support while you are going through this journey, you are going to be running around in circles on a hamster wheel, knocking your head into every wall. Like, you know how ants, they can't see and they just bang into this and bang into that and bang into that. That is what your entrepreneurship journey may look like if you do not invest in support. Because when you are going into anything unknown, literally think about if you're a kid and you go to soccer practice and you've never played soccer before. If you didn't have a coach there to help you learn how to play soccer, you would eventually maybe figure out like, oh yeah, I got to kick the ball into this net. And you could get there a lot quicker if you had support. And the number one thing I see blocking people from getting this support is their own damn ego, their own shame around what they make it mean about them if they do need support. It does not mean anything about you if you need support. All it means is that you are a human being. 
literally, like, I want you to sit with that. Like, all it means is that you are a human being. We are attachment-based creatures. We need support, especially when we are doing something unknown, we're doing something new for the first time. And that leads me into the next reflection lesson is that we oftentimes don't allow ourselves to just be students, like to learn, to be new at things. And then we get so hard on ourselves of like, why don't you know how to do this thing? Or why aren't you having more growth? Or why aren't you having more sales? And it's like, can we just meet ourselves where we're at? And this was a big one for me because fantasy was such a big protector of mine where I was like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And then like, you know, I'm going to grow this business and all these things are just going to magically happen. And it's like, no, like (laughs) you need to actually put in the work and show up consistently and heal what needs to be healed in order to feel safe to show up and actually allow yourself and your business and your life to expand as a byproduct. We don't allow ourselves to just simply meet ourselves where we're at. We, we get caught up in this fantasy or this like this disconnect of the present and where we're going. Like we have these goals or we have these ideas or these visions, but then we think that at least for me, what I can share is that when I had these big money goals or I had these big visions for my business, it always felt like oh, it's just a matter of time. Like that's just inevitably going to happen because I want it to happen. And I know that our desires are placed in our hearts for a reason. Like I knew all the things intellectually, but then I had this reality moment where I was like, oh, that actually is not going to happen unless I actually do the work to make it happen. And there's a balance with this, right? Because for me, I had to really learn to lean into more of the, feminine energies of like faith and leaning back and trust and surrender and releasing control. I was always really good at the action part of the, like, I'm going to go fucking meet this goal and make it happen. Like I've always been that way. It's like my Capricorn nature. And there would be times where the fear would get so strong and little me would take over that I would just get frozen and I wouldn't do anything or I would do stuff. And then it would all crumble down because I didn't feel safe to hold it. And so it's this like ebb and flow balance of leaning into really deepening your relationship with faith and knowing that you're supported and trusting in the timeline when things are meant to happen while also taking daily inspired action. And sometimes we're going to have an imbalance of those two where Maybe you're really leaning into faith, but you're not really holding yourself accountable in doing what's in your power and taking that action. And then other times, like for me, when my anxious attachment would get activated, I would do all the action. I would like boom, 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 boom. And then I didn't, I didn't feel safe to just like, like lean back and sit back and take a deep breath and just come back to the present moment and have patience for things to happen in the timing that they're meant to happen. I had this idea that if I just did all the things and I forced all the things, they would happen quicker. And yeah, sometimes they would, but it was coming from this energy of like things feeling forced and things feeling like, you know, oh yeah, I I met that goal and I made it happen, but it was really because I forced it. And that just doesn't feel good. Whereas when you trust in timing and you trust that you're supported 
and you take that daily inspired action, you keep showing up, like keep showing up, keep showing up. Like that is the number one thing. You just have to keep showing up. That doesn't mean you don't take breaks. That doesn't mean you don't rest. That doesn't mean you don't cancel things when you need to cancel things. Like you always honor you first and you have to look at what is honoring you versus what is a valid excuse. And this is something that to this day, I still have to examine and be like, is this just a valid excuse or is this actually honoring myself? And sometimes that can feel gray and tricky and confusing and that's okay, but you have to at least get curious around it. And that's the valuable part about having a support system who can look at your business, who can look at your behavior, who can look at everything that's happening and kind of catch those blind spots that you might not be noticing because you're so in it. So my business would not be where it is today because let me tell you, the first few months I had one client who I saw biweekly and that was literally the only call on my calendar. I had so much free time (laughs) where like, I think I needed that because compared to the therapy world, I was like, burnt out as shit. So I needed some time. It's beautiful. This is trusting the timing. And then I had a second client and maybe a third or no, I think it was just those two. No, no, no. Then I did get a third. No, no, no. It was those two. And then it was like this lull where I literally could not get clients for the life of me. And so I had to, (laughs) I had to, it's like wild thinking back at this time because it feels like just millions of ages away, but I had to really look at what is happening for me energetically where I'm not attracting any clients. I'm just having these two calls on my schedule. (laughs) And even though my nervous system really needed some time with that, I also needed to get to a point where I was growing and like having more impact and more income and all of the things. So my mentor and I had this really profound session where it was like, looking at how my attachment figures, my family relationships, like all of that was impacting my level of safety of attracting clients because I was the baby of the family. I was so, so, so heavily attached to my family, to just all of my people. I would attach on to everything. And It's just funny looking back at those times. It's like, I'm a very different person now. It's wild. Oh, thank the heavens for that. Anyway, so I had to really break down like what was happening for me. And this is another example of like little you coming out, running the show. And if you don't understand that that's what's happening, you're just, again, running in that hamster wheel, throwing spaghetti at the wall or what's that expression? Like waiting for something to stick on the wall. and not, yeah, like not understanding why things aren't working. The most powerful thing that I've learned from these two years on top of anything else is that we actually create our lives. Like I heard about this concept, you know, like in the manifestation world of like, oh, you create your life. But at the same time, I've also learned that we really barely have control over most things that we're trying to control. And I know that those two may seem conflicting, like opposite, like, well, if we don't have any control, but we're actually creating our lives, it's that 
we don't have control over most of the things that we think we do. I was just boxering a client about this where, you know, she was like, but if I did this, does that mean that? And I'm like, no, you actually don't have that much control where that action would impact that that much the way that your brain is thinking it would. So what I mean by it is that when we don't have control over most of the things that our mind lies about us being able to control, it allows us to get laser focused on what we do have in our power, which is what we believe we can create. And how do we believe that we can create something? We have to get into our bodies. We have to look at how our nervous system is wired in survival mode and doing the healing work to get it out of survival mode and actually believing that with a combination of our inspired action and our faith and co-creating with the universe, that everything happening in our lives is actually like more in our hands than we realize because even if it's things that we don't want to be happening or we're like, no, we want to change this, looking at how we can learn and alchemize and shift whatever is happening for us. Like if you look at your life right now and you look at things that you don't want to be there. So looking at anything, right? Business, relationship, love, um, family, anything. And you're like, oh, I really don't like that this is happening in my life. You have to look at how that very same thing that you wish were not there could be there for your highest growth, for your highest evolution, for your highest learning. And that growth, evolution, and learning is actually going to get you to where you do want to be if you allow it to. But what happens is we look at that thing and we're like, oh, this is so annoying that this thing is here and we just want to get rid of it. And we miss massive, massive opportunity for learning. Like, why is this thing happening? Why am I attracting this? So for example, the past week, I've been attracting chaos. I've been attracting people around me not being okay, which is literally my biggest trigger from childhood of like, if people are not okay, then I'm not okay. That's classic codependency, anxious attachment. Now, this is not the first time this has come up. I have attracted situations like this many, many, many a times. This is not my first rodeo at all. <laughs> and things heal in layers. So when I've had these situations come up before, it was like, okay, one layer of this healing, another layer of this healing, we go deeper and deeper and deeper. And every time I'm like, oh, this is the last layer. I've like fully healed this thing. The universe is like, uh -uh, and it brings it back in another way. And each way, even though it can feel like, oh, I'm going backwards, I'm regressing. That's false. Each time that situation comes up, it's the universe asking you to heal it in a deeper way. And so what does that actually look like? It's an opportunity to show up in a different way than you were showing up before. So before, when these things were happening around me, I would spend a lot of time and energy trying to help the person. I would spend a lot of time and energy worrying about the person. And so if that's still showing up, then that means that this wound is not fully healed. And again, like, will it ever get to a point where it's like this shit happens and I feel nothing? No, I'm human. I love my people. I am an attachment-based creature. 
But what will happen is it'll get to a point where I'm able to show up in my full power, in my full adult self, not having little me run the show. Like I will fully be able to feel safe of knowing my boundaries of knowing like what feels in alignment, what doesn't in knowing that even though I'm someone that can love people really hard, it's up to me to be more discretionary around my energy and protecting my energy. And so the beginning of like the last two weeks where this has been happening, I was showing up a lot in the sense of like, in a way that I was leaking my energy. So I was like trying to help too much. I was doing things that were not my responsibility to do because in the moment my brain tricked me into thinking, well, this does feel in alignment or yeah, you want to help this person or whatever. And then as it continues and as it continues and I feel the resentment and the anger building and building and building, I have to look at, wow, like this is the same shit that keeps coming up and I have the opportunity to relate differently. And if I don't relate differently, the same shit is going to come up again, just in another form and another time. And it's not going to break. It's not going to change until I decide to relate differently. And so what does that mean? In this particular example, I had to have some really difficult conversations with a loved one around boundaries and like around how their behavior has been making me feel and how I've been feeling angry and anger was never an emotion that I really felt safe to fully express or feel or honor. And now it's like the universe is like, it's time. It's time to really express how this is making you feel. It's time to notice how this is making you feel. And it's time to do something differently. So the point is, is that the universe will always give us what we need. And we get to choose how to relate to it. We get to choose, am I going to use this for learning and for alchemizing into my next level of expansion and growth? Or am I going to allow the same cycle to repeat again and again and again and again, because I'm doing the same shit again and again and again and again. So when I say that we are really, really fucking powerful creators of our lives, it's we can't control what comes up. But we get to con- we get to decide how we're going to relate to that. And based on how we relate to it, that will determine if it shows up again, it will determine, you know, the extent it shows up, it will determine um, what gets created from that next. So for example, when I was going through a, a really deep anxious attachment with someone, I used that pain to birth my come home near self course program group, whatever you want to call it. And that was me alchemizing my pain into purpose and helping other people who experience the same thing. And so that's an example of, we can't control that that came up, but we do have a lot of power in what we're going to do with that. And so what I help my clients with a lot is like, where are you leaking your energy? Where are you not believing in yourself? And where are you outsourcing your power and helping you come back to your own personal power? This is not going to look perfect. It's going to be messy, but it's a constant curiosity of where am I giving my power away and how can I come home to my power? So that's been another really, really big lesson is that We really 
create what we believe we can create. So if we don't believe that we can, you know, quantum leap into this next level of healing, abundance, growth, expansion, we won't. But there was a moment where I boxered my mentor and I said, I'm going to heal this. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I made a decision in that moment. I refuse to accept this as my reality. This was when I was deep in healing my BPD symptoms, symptoms that I witnessed my entire life with my mom and other people and clients that I worked with that I didn't know that you could actually heal it. I was taught you can manage symptoms, you can monitor it, you can improve it, but I never fully was given permission or taught that you can fully heal anything. And so in that moment, I told her, I am going to shift this. I am going to heal it. And I made the decision to, and because of that, the universe gave me what I needed to heal it. And I have since fully healed it. It doesn't mean that some of those symptoms don't come up. It means that when they do come up, I actually know what it is. I know how to respond to it. And I know how to just be with it. And I was never able to do that before. And so what I've learned in these two years of running this business is like, we can literally heal and create anything we want. I have some really, really wild goals for this business. Like I want to show myself and others that I can do things in a time that feels physically impossible to the human brain. I want to show others that quantum leaping in your healing is so very possible because that's what I did. I went from being highly dysregulated, having BPD symptoms. Um, and for those that aren't familiar with BPD symptoms, it's like mood swings, um, extreme fear of abandonment, extreme validation wound, extreme uh, like kind of hot and cold with your primary attachment person. Like you love them and then you're angry at them. And then all the things, um, mood swings where you're attaching onto the good and you're attaching onto feeling a certain way. And then your nervous system gets shot and then you go low and you feel like just little you is coming out wanting to be saved. So those are just a few examples and it shows up differently for everyone. But like most of us have at least some symptoms of some, something because we're human. And so the point is, is that when I was deep in that, and I decided like, I'm going to fucking heal this going from that to where I'm at now. Like it, it was a compound effect of like all the healing work I had done with my mentor and like building and building and building, but it fully felt like a quantum leap where I didn't take these logical steps in healing it. It was just like, I'm in this deep episode and then the universe gave me what I needed. And then it shifted, like it shifted at a nervous system level. And I didn't know it was going to shift at that time. It just did. And it was fucking magical. It was amazing. And I literally am like a whole new version of myself. It's wild. And so I want to show people that you can use entrepreneurship to heal all of your trauma responses, to heal your nervous system and if you don't, your business is going to suffer. It is going to reflect that. Where are you still controlling and attaching on in your business? Where are you not trusting where your next client is going to come from, but trying to figure it out and your need to know protector is getting in the way? Where are you comparing to other people and, and 
giving your power away and not looking at your own unique gifts and magic. So we can use entrepreneurship and all of the things that come up as a way to deepen our faith, deepen our belief in ourselves, release all of those protectors and maladaptive behaviors and coping mechanisms no longer serving us, and to show ourselves how powerful we are at creating what we want to create in our businesses and in our lives, and knowing that our business simply gets to be an extension of our most aligned, authentic self. And it's so fucking cool. And that's how business gets to be fun and enjoyable. It doesn't mean it's easy all the time. It's fucking hard to keep believing in yourself. It's fucking hard to keep showing up every day when you don't want to show up. It's hard to keep going when all your nervous system wants to do is hide and shut down because feeling seen, feeling criticized, feeling judged, feeling gossiped about feels scary and hard. And you get to decide, am I going to allow all of that external noise to take me out? Or am I going to honor myself and honor my soul's mission and what I was delivered on this earth to do and live out your purpose? Because when you are connected to your purpose, when you are connected to your alignment, life gets to feel more easeful. Life gets to feel more expansive, more joyful, more connected. But you cannot get there if you don't feel safe enough to choose authenticity over attachment, to choose you, to choose you. What would choosing you look like? For me, it looked like moving cross country to California because that was my dream. It looked like burning my therapy papers in a bonfire, my licensure papers, despite all of the fear that came with that. It meant choosing to alchemize my pain into programs that could help other people and to get paid to literally do what I love, what lights my heart up. I love this work with all my heart. I believe that every single person needs this work. Every single person. I don't care who you are, how much therapy you've done. Every single person needs this work. Like there is no exception. I was in therapy my entire life and I, no one needed this work more than I did. So we get to choose what we're going to prioritize. And when you choose to prioritize you, everything else falls into alignment. Life gets to be so fucking magical. And everyone else around you is served by that because that's that healing domino effect of when you start relating differently, you give other people permission to relate differently. So that was a ramble. That was a mouthful. I get so passionate about this stuff. And Honestly, like I have such big visions for this company, for this brand. I want everyone to heal. I want everyone to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. I want to help people fully realize their own magic, their own potential, their own power. And I want this business to be able to spread worldwide and have a giant impact where based on the own my own healing, my own journey with this healing work and my own expansion, I can lead the way and show others what's possible and be that co-regulating safe nervous system to walk through these scary parts of business, these scary parts of life, and to show you that you really can have whatever you desire, like truly whatever you desire. So I've set some pretty lofty goals for this year and the upcoming years. And when you find something you feel so passionate about, 
even on the hardest of days, because there will be really hard days, even on the hardest of days, you get to wake up and connect to your why, connect to your mission, connect to your purpose. And you get to show up and you get to do the damn thing. And you get to show yourself how fucking powerful you are. And then life keeps getting better and better and better. And it doesn't mean there won't be pain. It means that you will feel safe to be with the pain. You will feel safe to alchemize the pain. You will feel safe to allow the pain to transform you. I have felt more pain in these past two years than I have in my entire life. And because of that, I literally feel lighter, more grounded, more connected to myself, more connected to my mission. I feel clearer. I feel less like I'm in my head and more living just in the present moment. This healing work in a nutshell is feeling safe to be in the present moment, not in the past, not future tripping in the present moment. So I am forever grateful for these two years. This apartment, this business, this life that I've created was a series of events of me choosing to feel the fear and do it anyway. It was terrifying leaving the man I was so deeply in love with in New York, leaving him, leaving my entire family, leaving a great job, all to move across to California, not knowing what that was going to hold and being able to create this dream of a business while living here. It's just literally been better than I could have ever imagined. And I want everyone to know that they, if there's a place they've been wanting to move, if there's a business they've been wanting to start, if there's a podcast, a book, a show, anything they've been wanting to do, you just have to start with believing in you. And if that feels really hard to do, it just means there's some healing to do and that's okay. So very grateful for all that entrepreneur entrepreneurship has led me to healing so that as I heal and expand, my business expands. And it's like a natural reward that the universe gives for you doing this healing work is like, oh, then your impact, your abundance, your mission, your connectedness, like the way you feel everything in your business shifts as a byproduct. So it's just the coolest fucking thing ever. And the more I guide myself, into that, the more I can guide my clients. And again, it's just this beautiful domino effect, the ripple effect of healing, if you will. So if you are listening to this and you're feeling inspired, you're feeling lit up, you're like, let's fucking do the damn thing. There are three ways to jump into this work right now. The first is my course, The Secure Entrepreneur. It is for entrepreneurs with anxious attachment who want to release control, set boundaries, really rebalance their feminine and masculine energies within their business because we all have both and sometimes they just get out of whack um, and who really want to learn how to relate to your business in a super powerful, secure way. And then I'm currently enrolling for my live group program called Powerfully Single. It's a five-week live group coaching program starting August 4th, Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific. For any human, no matter what gender, anything, no, any human that is single that wants to either focus on enjoying their single time, wants to focus on manifesting a beautiful partnership, wants to focus on just having fun in the dating world or just having fun dating themselves. This has been such a powerful year off of dating for me. And I've learned a lot from it of how to just be with myself <laughs> in a way that I wasn't able to before. 
And because of that, I now am experiencing dating in a whole new way where I'm not attaching onto everything. I'm not feeling graspy. I'm feeling safe to just be myself. I'm safe to allow silence in the conversation. Whereas if you're anxiously attached, you know what it's like to feel like you need to fill the conversation and just feeling safe to just be with the process. It's just so much better. So if you are single and you're wanting support in how to feel your best being single, whatever your goals are, um, I'm enrolling for that. And for this week only to celebrate my business anniversary, I'm offering for either the secure entrepreneur or powerfully single, I'm offering a free 30 minute session with me to help you integrate whatever course you sign up for. Um, and for this week only, Powerfully Single is at a pre-sale price of 333 for five calls, journal prompts, homework, all, all of that, lifetime access. And if I update the course, you know, as I continue to expand and grow and need to update it, you will get all the updates for free as well. And after that, it's going up to 555 until the group starts on the uh, 4th. And then after the group is already started, the price goes up to 888. So 333 is a steal of a deal. It'll be the lowest this course will ever be. So now's the time to jump in. If it feels aligned, if you're feeling that pull, trust yourself, you are safe to take the leap and DM me if you wanna talk anything through, if you have any questions. And then also my co-leader Anna and I are enrolling for the third round of Real Men Heal, our three month men's group coaching program. If you want that full nervous system rewiring. So uh, head to the link in my bio to submit an application for a free discovery call. And yeah, we're really excited to welcome in this next round of men. So um, those are the three main ways to work with me. I also have my meditation series available for purchase. Um, if you enjoy my grounding, people really enjoy my grounding. Apparently it's my superpower and the work has been to get just as good at grounding myself, which is a whole other ball game. <laughs> so if you enjoy that, you can head to link my bio to purchase that. And then I also have two freebies. Um, one on anxious attachment and one on anxiety management 101. So Lincoln bio has all the goods. Uh, DM me with any questions. I love you all so much. Thank you for celebrating this business anniversary with me. It has been a wild ride. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I cannot wait to see where Rachel Kelly coaching grows and expands from here. And just remember the more that you prioritize your own healing, your own expansion, everything else in your life that you want will expand and grow with you as a byproduct and it is just the coolest thing to witness so love you all and i will see you for next week on morning tea and yeah i hope you all have a beautiful day Mwah.